contains views and thoughts that may not be suitable for younger audiences. Spoiler content will be included in this podcast, so if you do not want to be spoiled, you might want to wait until the podcast hits the archives. Accordingly, the thoughts and views of our hosts or callers do not reflect the views of the Missy AE podcast or any of the Whispers groups.
Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another edition of the Missy AE podcast. Tonight, we bring to you the Survivor 44 recap show. Uh, yeah, as far as far as you can tell, I, of course, am not Jim. Uh, Jim, unfortunately, is uh, sidelined with... Uh, with uh, handling something tonight. So I will be taking over for the time being. Uh, we'll see if he if he does ultimately end up joining us tonight. But we do have a lot to get to. But before we do, I just want to remind everybody that if you haven't subscribed to the Missy AE podcast yet, you can do so by going to blogtalkradio.com slash missyae. You can also subscribe by going to iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, iHeartRadio, Spotify, and all of the other major podcast networks. Pretty much, you can you can pretty much search us anywhere, and you'll probably find us. So, anyways, a lot to get to with last night's episode, uh, or as I like to call it, the Danny Hour, where pretty much it seemed like from start to finish, the entire episode last night centered all around Danny and him wanting to target the Tika 3. Of course, I never understood why they let the Tika 3 last as long as they did when you consider the fact that, you know, Ratu and Soka are taking shots at each other, and here's the Tika 3 still sitting there uh, with, you know, how dangerous they're supposed to be, uh, how, you know, how, how dangerous of threats they're supposed to be when it comes to being potentially in front of a jury and these dumbasses are letting them sit there right from the, uh, you know, pretty much throughout the entire uh, season so far. Last night, somebody finally tried to make something happen, and Danny ultimately ended up paying the price for it. And Danny, unfortunately, this season was always the bridesmaid, never the bride when it came to challenges. And ultimately, somebody who was a solid character at the beginning, he pretty much fizzled out once he got to the once he got to the merge, and essentially was just going to be another just another boot at some point. Now, I didn't expect it to be at seven. I thought he would at least make the finale, but we are one episode away from the finale as next week is the penultimate episode of the season. So definitely something to definitely, definitely something to look forward to here. Uh, we have six players left. Of course, the Tika three, Carolyn Carson and jam jam. They hold the majority, at least in terms of tribe members. Uh, Heidi is the only sole remaining original Soka member left, and Jamie and Lauren are the only original Ratu members left, and apparently they think that they have all the power in the game now, apparently, even though last night's whole bit of paranoia pretty much just gave, uh, I, I gotta, you know, I gotta give props to Carolyn. She could she she did not buy one single thing that Danny was selling last night uh with any of the bullshit that he was spewing when it came to uh the plan being to 
split the vote between, I believe it was, yeah, between Jamie and Lauren. And Carolyn was spot on saying that Carson was going to be, you know, was, was going to be the target. Carolyn's instinct once again was proven right. She ends up playing her idol for him. And out goes Danny with, I believe, a, yeah, it was a three to two vote over Heidi. Uh, I believe, let me double check, the votes that were canceled out were Heidi's and Danny's votes, who both voted for Carson. Uh, the two Heidi votes were Jamie and Lauren, and the Tika three all voted for Danny. So, Needless to say, it's definitely it's definitely going to be a very interesting final two episodes. I can't believe that we're already down to the final two episodes of the season. Anyways, uh, let's get let's get going here. Uh, we currently on the line. We have Melissa. We have JB. We have Reggie. Uh, I know Eddie is supposedly going to be joining us at some point, and Tim sounds sounds like uh, Tim. He is in the chat room, but he may not make uh, he may not make it to the uh, to the live call tonight, depending on uh, circumstances and his uh, current situation. Uh, so let's you know let's let's get started with you, Melissa. Uh, what are your thoughts on the Tika three now now seemingly taking complete control of the game last night by sheer means of of the stupidity of the rest of the uh, of the rest of the tribe? I was thrilled to death. I just loved it. Bye bye, little Dick. Right? <laughs> yeah, really. Um, yeah. And I was trying to watch the interviews this afternoon. I just couldn't stomach it. I uh I could not watch another minute of him. He is so immature. I just yeah. Okay, so anyway. I love that Carolyn used the idol to save Carson, although it turns out she really didn't need to use the idol because she had convinced Lauren and Jamie to go her way, which she just did not know one way or the other if that's what they were going to do. I mean, she did use it thinking that she really needed to, so but it was a, a good play just in case. And let me see. I was kind of blown away that Lauren and Jamie both voted for Heidi. I'm I'm kind of shook that of all the talk that they were doing about Tika being such a threat that they actually was targeting, well, let's uh, let's vote Heidi in case Danny has an idol so that way Heidi goes and Carson is still here. That was just weird. 
Well, you know, you could kind of give credit to Carson on that, though, Melissa, because if it wasn't for Carson putting in their ear, after he found out that he was going to likely be the target, he basically put in their ear the possibility about splitting the vote between Danny and Heidi. Yeah, true. So, So, you know, um, many would say that if – or not many, but okay, maybe some would say that if Carson didn't do that, we would probably be looking at a Carson boot last night. Okay, but what I'm getting at, I guess, is that if they thought that they were going to try and get Carson out, okay, like Danny was so gung-ho on doing, why they didn't want Carson to go if they were going to split the vote between Danny and Heidi? So, uh, I mean that is a pretty that is a pretty uh, a pretty interesting question. It, you know, I, I I'm I'm kind of wondering if maybe their whole uh, you know the the whole entire talk about them feeling like they have all the power uh, if that got to them so that basically you know they knew what was going on but they could still appear to. To to to, uh, to at least appear to uh, Carolyn and Jam Jam that they would be on the, that they would be on their side even if Carson left. I think that might be why uh, we saw Lauren and Jamie vote the way that they did. And Danny, you know, Danny and uh, and Heidi were probably aware of it. Okay. Um, I was kind of really surprised that the Mr. Breathe In with Danny buckled in that immunity challenge. He's always going on and on about the breathing and blah, blah, blah. So I was kind of shook that he, well, I was kind of surprised that he <laughs> lost it so soon. Yeah, it was pretty surprising uh, when you consider. For, first off, that's a, that's now a survivor staple uh, in you know recent years. The uh, the breathing underwater challenge, uh, where mm-hmm. basically you have to you know you have to I, I forget I forget what they what they called it wash away wash it washed away or something I I forget the actual uh, yeah. name that they used for it, but. Uh, I mean, first off, I don't think any competition, or I don't think any uh, any version of this competition uh, will go to the same level that last year's did, when both Owen and uh, oh god, well, Owen and Carla both won because they basically outlasted the uh, they outlasted the uh, the high tide. Yeah, that was crazy. I remember that. But I think 
you know, it was definitely very clutch that a member of the Pika 3 was able to win that because it allowed them to basically, you know, they probably felt like their necks were probably going to be on the chopping block. So it allowed them to narrow the, you know, the odds. Like, okay, instead of between Jam Jam, instead of guessing between Jam Jam, Carson, and Carolyn, now we have to guess between Carson and Carolyn, which one of these, or, you know, which one of us is going to get the votes put on us. JB, JB, yes. let's, let's go. Let's go. Let's go to you. What What are your thoughts about last night's show? Uh, you know the the challenge with Jam, with uh, with Jam Jam winning. Uh, the fact that it took them this long to target the Tika three. Uh, Carolyn spelling out Dan, or, or sniffing out Danny's bullshit and playing the idol correctly for Carson. Uh, and plus, anything else that you want, that you want to bring up? What did, what did you think about last night's show? One thing that uh, – or there was a couple things, and that is at the beginning of the show, you saw how immature Danny was. He wants to find out who voted for him, and it's like – he went on and on and on about who voted for him. And the other thing that I saw was at the end, and I think we find out, at least I think, we find out why Carolyn gets uh, zero votes, and that is the time that she took casting her vote. And it had to have been about, oh, maybe a minute and a half or two minutes of of the time that we watched. And I'm telling my wife, I said, how much you want to bet that the actual time that it took her up there she probably spent maybe 10 or 15 minutes. Because if you look at everybody's face, you know, they're looking at everybody like, well, what's going on? And then it shows Jeff. Jeff's going, well, she can take all the time, you know, well, what's going on? Those are the two things that uh, I got out of the show. And as far as I was happy, Jam Jam won. Uh, another thing I've got to add to, I do, I did not like, and I uh, posted on the uh, chat too, I just said, I do not like this challenge. I don't know why. Uh Something else, I loved how Carolyn was, uh, you know, confronting uh, or was, uh, oh, how do you say it, Uh, went against what, uh, you know, Danny was saying. 
because, uh, you know, Carolyn said something, and Jeff said, well, Danny, what do you think? Oh, I don't think that's right. Oh, I don't think so. And you saw Carolyn just kind of, like, shake her head, you know. <laughs> you know, this this guy is, I don't know, he he's like uh, Melissa said, he's immature, and one thing that uh, really got me, he had to, one thing that he wanted to do is find out who voted for him. And it's like, man, why don't you just let it go? It was only one person that voted for him. Don't worry about it. So, the season really overall, the season overall, I'm like, I like this season. I like the cast. And, you know, it's a shame that we know Carolyn uh, gets zero votes. And like I told Jim last week, I said, I hope your connections are wrong. <laughs> I really do. But yeah, yeah right, I have to agree. Just, you know, I if have you're to right, agree. I think that see, right now, he's even doing a better job than Carpet. <coughs> no, I think oh, actually Carolyn. both of them are real. Carson and Carolyn are just running that show. They're running the they're running the island right now. I didn't see too much of uh, Carson doing much last night, and it well, probably was it probably was the editing. I don't know. I can't say for sure. Uh, you know, I'm gonna say I'm blaming it on the uh, uh, editing, and maybe that's maybe that's why. I don't know. Well, it's like Steve said. He he went and talked to um, Jamie and Lawrence and talked them into splitting that vote. However, right. um. After he got through talking to them, it shows them talking among themselves. Saying, oh, boy, we've got all this power. Look at us. Aren't we the biggest players ever? <laughs> and they, yeah, just wait the next couple of episodes and you're going to be out there too, you know? Yeah. A lot of power you got, right? <laughs> but I'm glad. I'm glad. <laughs> I'm glad they're not going to have the power because, uh, I mean, I I think I've told you before, Jamie's just exhausting. She's just, uh, I think Reggie has said she, it before too. She's, she's just happy exhausting. just to she's happy just to be there, and if she gets voted off, she's still going to have a smile on her face, and she's going to be jumping up and down and doing. Uh, uh, cartwheels, cartwheels and everything and... like that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, thank you, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> yeah. But uh, speak, speaking of Reggie, though, let, let's get Reggie's thoughts 
on last night's episode because Reggie, I mean, we 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 saw what basically seemed like the crowning episode of the Tika Three by the, by them each being labeled as legitimate huge threats to be uh, you know to win this game by pretty much everybody out there on the island. And yet these dumbasses waited until the final seven to try and take a crack at them. Uh, yep. What are your thoughts overall on everything that we saw last night? The challenge, uh, Carolyn taking 500 years to uh, to decide on what name to put down. You, you probably uh, don't want to know my thoughts on that. <laughs> I mean, ultimately, okay. you know, like like everything we saw last night, what what are your thoughts? Okay. Starting off, I know, JB, you know I love you, but yep. Danny did not do anything different than Yam Yam did way back when, when somebody wrote his name down and he picked them up every week, one by one. It was the same thing. Yam Yam had to know who did it, why they did it, how they did it, and then they got to go. They got to go like he was the godfather. Okay. The water challenge, I'm glad that Danny is gone. At first, I really liked him, but when he got Franny out for no simple reason other than he wanted to have power, then I know somebody has to go, but I liked Franny. He could have left her alone and went after somebody else, like maybe Tika 3. Oh, yeah, that's a novel idea. So anyway, you know, I was happy that he was voted out. And somebody brought up Jamie. What does she do? Nothing. Jumps up there and down. You go. And, uh, she, she's yeah, ha- she's happy to be there. She is yeah, a little less <laughs> happy. Well, you know, I've been watching her every week, and I'm like, why has nobody, because, you know, if we didn't know who already won, you would think she would sneak right in there and win. And she'd go, oh, I just smiled my way all the way through this. I'm just happy little metal lark. You look so nice. Your hair is lovely. Nice shirt. You know, they've only been wearing that crap for 30,000 days, but she would have a nice compliment for everybody, which is a lovely aspect. But what is she doing to outlast, outwit, and outplay? Nothing. And again, my opinion on Carolyn at that vote, she wanted to put doubt or something. I don't know. She just wanted to have a power play. Not a power play. That's not the right word. Excuse me. She wanted to make them worry that she was up there tapping her fingers and doing this and doing that and who she was going to, you know, she wanted for some reason, and I'm sure it'll come out somebody to think that she was trying to figure out the votes, you know, and how it was going to go, even though all along she was going to play her, her idol for Carson, which she didn't really like Melissa said need to, but they didn't know that. And whoever voted for Heidi, was it Heidi or Lauren that got two votes? Heidi? Heidi. Heidi did. Okay. Yep. Heidi needs to go around next week and go, who voted for me? Who did that? They're out. 
it's like I don't I don't want somebody to vote for Heidi Warren or um that's about it. The others can, you know, be picked off one by one. I wish Lauren was going to win. I really do. I really like her. But that's about all. Yeah, you know, I, yeah. I mean, I definitely, uh, I, I would actually be willing to bet that Heidi would probably maybe get a little paranoid to the point of where maybe she might actually use her idol next week because of the fact that she got votes cast cast against her. And obviously, you know, we've seen how it's gone uh, so far this season that normally once you take out one person, their alliance member is basically taken out immediately after. So yeah. obviously exactly. people, targeted, uh, people targeted Danny last week oh. or, or people targeted mm-hmm. Danny this week. So yep. – you know the 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 next logical option next week would be Heidi. But if Heidi uses her idol, and we know the three musketeers are safe, so that would leave um, Lauren and Jamie. Correct. That would be correct. Okay, just to be and voted out. So that means Miss Perky would be voted out if Heidi uses her idol. I hope she does. I hope she does not go home with it in her pocket. But them not getting those, the splitting up Carson, Yam Yam, and Carolyn, that's their own fault. They can see it. They're talking about it. They know it. But boom, they don't do it. Yeah, well, I, think, you know, I, um, think the, I think the, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No. I was just saying that they... They really don't, it's like um, Gordon, Gordon Holmes, asked Danny today, why wasn't Carolyn on any of their radars? And he was him hawing around, and it's like, the reason why they didn't vote Carolyn is they thought she was a nothing person, a nothing player. That's what they had in their head, that they're, Carolyn's nothing, that it's Carson and Yam Yam that's doing it all. But it's actually... It's actually her. Okay, now, you know, Melissa, I don't like her coming one iota. But they are just, is it because she's a woman and they are key mans? Or what, I wonder what the reasoning for that was. I don't know, but it's not just Danny. It's all of them. They don't think that Carolyn is a threat at all. They don't think she's like doing said, shit. You know I don't like her, but you should always consider, well, Jamie's not a threat, neither is Heidi, but, you know, I mean, well, Jamie especially. She's just bubbling around there, you know, taking a, a fake broom and sweeping up the dust or, you know, the sand. I don't know. But, yeah, I I don't like that, that they're labeling somebody you know, they didn't do it to a man. Yeah, I just don't think that they they have um, 
nobody respects her game. Let's just put it that way. They don't think that she has anything to do with playing this game. They don't consider yeah. her a threat at all. Yeah, really. And just just one more thing, and then I'll be quiet, I promise. For uh-huh. the first time last night, does anybody else think Carson looks like Harry Potter? Oh, I've been <laughs> thinking that for a long time. Oh, I've noticed that last night for the first time it was so, so noticeable. Maybe it's because his hair is longer or the glasses look bigger on his face because he's lost weight. I don't know, but I'm thinking, holy moly, that looks like Harry Potter. Yeah. I thought I was thinking that before. Oh, good. You know? I was thinking he looks a yeah. lot like Harry Potter. He just has that look. He 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 does have that look of a of a younger Daniel Radcliffe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, back yeah. when back when back when Daniel Radcliffe, like up until I think maybe the second or third film. When, I haven't seen none of the Radcliffe films. I've just seen photos. Face. Yeah, I haven't seen none of the films. I've just seen photos or, you know, still pictures of him. But I'm like, holy moly. You should watch the films, Reggie. Oh, I don't watch movies. They're good. They no. irritate. Reggie, you, uh, honestly, you should. They're, like, if you've, if you've read the books. Uh, oh, no, I haven't done that either. Oh, okay. Well, it's it's literally as close to a book adaptation to a movie as you can possibly get. I mean, there were a few things that that they took that they took out, but uh, you know, I, I still to this day see it as probably one of my favorite film series that I've watched. Wow. Yeah. See, I I don't watch. Much I don't watch movies because I always get up and I, I go and I do something else or, you know, and, and then I mute it or whatever, like, you know, but I do watch Survivor and um, Amazing Race because my mama, when she'd gotten so ill and became disabled, why she, those were her two favorite shows. So, yep, birds. How did you now, move, for, though? For what you said, what, what My you move, said, about, I about, do it. Go ahead. Go No, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, Melissa, I move on the 25th. Oh, okay. Yep, I'm getting excited, okay. though. Two weeks from today. Yes. Good. I'm getting excited. You'll right, have to come visit me. Let's bring in uh, the man, the man who knows the edit, and uh, you know better than he's basically our best edit guy on these podcasts. And Eddie, uh, we've been talking about about the uh, you know about last night's show, and in particular, we've also been talking about Carolyn and the way she's been edited to where, like JB said. We still have no, you know, we have no idea how the hell she she has zero votes at the end of it all. Uh, what are your thoughts? Give us your thoughts, Eddie, on last night's episode 
Uh, everything we saw, Danny, uh, you know, first off, them waiting all the way until the final seven to finally target the peak of three. Uh, Danny basically uh, basically getting all paranoid over who voted for him. Uh, Kellen calling out Danny's BS. And also, uh, Carolyn potentially, according to Danny, being looked at as a non-person. Well, yeah, he didn't exactly say right. non-person. But, okay, go ahead. I'm sorry. Oh, no, Melissa, I think you're here. Well, you're right. It wasn't the exact words, but it, I can see the analogy. Uh, you know, that it makes sense. Uh, I... I liked the episode. It was all over the place. Uh, you know, that was, I was trying to piece it together and uh, make a little more sense out of it after watching it last night. Uh, and it was, uh, I mean, especially the uh, Carolyn's mistrust now of uh, Carson and almost voting him out, which we saw on her card. He actually wrote Carson's name down first. Uh, you know, I thought that was very interesting. I thought that uh, I was very happy, as y'all know, that, that I couldn't get on right off the bat. So thank you all for keeping me clued in with what was going on, because you know I can't stand not knowing. But uh, anyway, um, I appreciate that very much. Uh, great uh, session last night. I really I did yourselves. Uh, I the edit. I don't know. I've been trying to make sense of that and try to piece together what they're doing, and it's just not making sense to me. I don't know how it is to you guys. Uh, how is this all going to come together? Are we going to have a miracle? Uh, let's put on a play, uh, you know, like one of the, the old movies. Uh, how are they going to make this come together when all of a sudden we know that Heidi is not uh, watching her? You go, what the hell's going on? How is she going to end up in the final three? They're all out after each other, after they sit there and meditate, like they're, you know, all buddy-buddy. Uh, I thought that was interesting. Uh, you know, oh, let's, let's meditate, and we'll go into a special place and then cut each other's throats. <laughs> but I thought that was interesting. Uh, you know, uh, I thought the... Uh, I thought the tribal council, uh, again, you guys, I don't know what y'all are thinking, but it's everything, they're editing in such a way that we don't, it makes us want to, you know, it's like the horror movie, you got to watch it, you can't turn away. Uh, the uh, They're editing in such a way that we can't stop watching it. You know, we want to know what's going to go on. Uh which is, you know, smart on their part. It keeps the people dialing in. Uh, that's a really good move on, on the producer's side. But we don't really know what's going on. I mean, we can say we, we think we know, but how the hell are they going to pull this together, guys? I don't, I don't see how uh, with everybody in the farm. The only thing we know is Jam Jam Carson and Carolyn are together. Who goes next? Uh, Lauren, Jamie? Uh, you know, it seems like one of them are the next to go. Uh, but how is it going to pull together that Heidi, if she wins the immunity, which is obviously 
she's going to have to do it unless Carolyn wins immunity. And if Carolyn wins the final immunity, how in the hell did she not get a vote? You know, again, we come back to that. How in the hell is that going to happen? You can see she's playing the best game. They all think she's an idiot, so they don't have to worry about her, but she's playing an unbelievable smart game. She makes it to the final three. What happens that keeps her from getting the vote? I totally agree with you, Steve. It doesn't make any sense. None of it makes sense. Uh, uh, Melissa, how do you? What did you think? Did you? Are you seeing what I'm seeing, or you, what? How did you perceive it? I um, I am, am just blown away that she doesn't get any vote. You know, I started out not liking her at all, but. They, episode by episode, she tends to grow on me. And I can give her credit for the game that she's playing. It's, she's playing a very, very good game. And I'm with y'all. I don't get how she doesn't even get one vote. But time and time again, when people are asked on their interviews, especially with Gordon um, Holmes in the... Um, Give me a, I'll call each person's name and you give me a word associated with it. Yeah. And all of them, all of them tend to just, they never thought that Carolyn was any kind of player. Even after watching the show, they still don't give her credit. Except, well, Brandy yeah. does. But most of them were just like, eh, you know, <laughs> they call her wild, now, they call her crazy or whatever, but never giving her credit for her game. What did you think of the, the comments constantly that we need to get, uh, you know, them out because everyone loves Jam Jam. You know, uh, he's must going to do an unbelievable performance at Tribal Council. That's all I can figure. I mean... Uh, I'm anxious to see this tribal council. I wish we had longer episodes so we had more information coming to us. But, you know, they're not, next season, thank God, we're going to see that. We're going to have longer, you know. Uh-huh. Uh, well, you know, they are setting it up. They're setting it up. They are setting it up. They oh, are talking yeah, about they're all threatened by Jam Jam. They need to get him out because they think he's the one that's in control of the tribe, the Tika. Yeah, so if he makes it to the end, that, you know, that they're all nervous about going against him. So, you know, that they are okay. telling us that. You're right. You, you're right on the money there. Uh, yeah, that's yeah what, they all think he's got to... That was the one thing I noticed the most last night was that... Of the three Tika members that they were talking about, Jam Jam was the one that was pointed out the most by everybody else. And uh, when it comes to how big of a threat he is because of the fact that he's so well-liked. I mean, you didn't hear them talking mm-hmm. like Carolyn about that. You know, you, know, you, didn't, you didn't hear them talking uh, about Carolyn like that. Uh, Carson, you know, you did get the... Uh, you know, he's a strategic threat, 
from everybody else, but th- there's a reason why Carolyn wasn't the next threat besides uh, besides Jam Jam last night, and that's because literally nobody takes her seriously. You know, she's mm-hmm. like in people's minds. I kind of feel. You know how every single season it seems like there's always one goat that everybody looks at and says, I'm taking that person to the final two. I'm taking that person to the final two. I'm taking that person to the final two. I think every person in that game is looking at Carolyn right now and saying, she's coming with me to the finals because there's no way in hell that she beats me. And I I think – and sadly, I think that sadly, they him. I, yeah, Melissa. Go ahead, Melissa. No, sadly, I think that it, well, obviously we know it's true. Take her to the final two and you'll win against her because nobody thinks that she's any kind of threat. They don't think that she's playing the game. They think that she's just this ridiculous, silly person <clears throat> that that doesn't know anything or do anything. And it's like <clears throat> she's playing circles around your ass, right? So yeah, I don't yeah. know. So what does it mean? Who wins the final immunity? Heidi? And then Heidi decides to take Carolyn because she knows she can beat her. And uh, then Carson and Yam Yam go into a, a fire, and Yam Yam wins it and ends up winning the game. Is that how it's going to play out? You know, Eddie, I think you might have that nailed down. I think you might have that nailed down because when you look at it, Carolyn is more attached to Carson than she is to Jam Jam. So if Carolyn were to have won, she would have likely brought Carson with her. And it would have been Jam Jam versus Heidi. So I think that's probably the most likely scenario that you know, Heidi ends up winning and she ends up saving Carolyn. She ends up taking Carolyn with her, setting up Jam Jam versus Carson. That that's the only way I can see it playing out, guys. And you know, it's just it's just to me it's they're they're not giving us anything really to in the edit even. I mean there's no special filtration. I'm not seeing anything out there. I mean, I, I don't know. I didn't hear what y'all had to say before I came on, but I, I'm not noticing anything out of the ordinary in the edit, which, you know, that's what I look for. And uh, it it's no special candle effects. None of that's happening. Uh, that, uh, that, you know, that's not, that, don't, that they don't already use. They do use. I mean, they have to with that much sun out there. They have to be using camera uh, uh, things to, to assist in the um, in the edit, you know, because it's extremely bright out there. Uh, so, yeah, they are using stuff, but it's not like they're – I'm not seeing anything special that's sticking out. And it, maybe it's just me. Uh, maybe I'm just not catching it this season. What do y'all think? No, the, in my opinion, I think, I think you're kind of right, Eddie, because uh, – we haven't really been sh- – you know how usually they show something. They show some sort of 
some sort of angle, some sort of uh, technique that everybody is looking for. And, you know, we just haven't seen that this season. Uh and even you know we'll, we'll just uh, we'll go we'll go back to the edit here, you know Jam Jam, a guy who's supposed to be our winner, is not getting the usual winner's edit that we normally expect. Well, I did point out last week something I didn't notice when I made the joke about the butt crack. They did have a filter on that. They did have a filter, and they did kind of delay it just for a second. They did delay it, and it was like he looked like the Gilbert's baby in that commercial, you know. Uh, I was wondering if that meant anything, and maybe it doesn't mean anything because I'm, I'm fishing for straws at this point. But, uh, you know, I, I did notice that there was a filter on that. I don't know if it's yeah. or not. Yeah. I mean, it's it's hard to you know it's it's honestly very hard to tell with how they've edited everything uh, this season that it it it, just, it kind of seems like they're trying to make it harder to guess uh, what's actually going to happen or what to expect. Uh, yeah. You know, it's just mm-hmm. I I I think this may be one of the most underwhelming edits for a male winner, in my opinion, which is very odd considering, you know, Jeff loves his male winners. That's so true. you would think that he would be ecstatic about this, about, about having a jam jam win. And yet they're editing the show as if, as if production preferred if Carolyn had one. We have to, to look at the challenge now. That did give us a little bit of a clue. Jam Jam winning uh, the challenge. I mean, we know that that's a very big fear factor uh, that a lot of people have trouble with that challenge because of claustrophobic feeling, drowning, you know, all those things come up, all those phobias. He went into his own. And, you know, that you do have to give him kudos, you know, give him credit for that. Uh, he went into a zone, and he, he won that challenge, which is probably one of the most difficult challenges they ever do. Uh, so that might be telling us something about the tribal council, that he's going to shine. He'll be, he'll be able to really plead his case. And he's already loved by everybody. All he's got to do is bat those eyes, you know, and smile at everybody and, they all go goo-goo over him. Uh, and so you, that could be a clue. I don't know. Uh, what did y'all think about the, the water challenge last night? Um, yeah, I like I said, I was shocked that Danny got out as soon as he did. Because he's always and going he on and on did. about breathing. He was in fear when he came out of it. He wasn't. <laughs> He was, you could tell, he was like, not, he was scared. He came up so fast. Yeah, that's, that's weird. You know, it, and I, think what, I think what was pretty interesting, I think what was pretty interesting was the fact that 
you know, normally we get somebody out within the first hour. Within the first hour of the competition, normally somebody gets out. But, yeah. uh, you know, we wait, you know, we waited with, you know, Lauren was the first one out after an hour had passed. So, obviously, you know, the way, the way that they were editing it, I could tell that we weren't going to get a repeat of last year or of last season where, uh, you know, we would have potentially multiple winners because of, you know, because of uh, them riding out the high tide. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, it, it definitely, I still, I, I, I agree, though, that, it's definitely one of probably one of the more dangerous challenges that we've seen in Survivor's history. When you when you consider the fact that obviously there is a, a legitimate fear of drowning, among other things, claustrophobia, and you know, I mean, I don't I don't blame Danny whatsoever, considering the fact that you know once. Once that high tide starts to reach over your nose, you know, all of a sudden you're not, you're now starting to panic because your body has to basically adjust to, you know, it has to adjust to, okay, I'm, you know, I need to somehow, you know, make my, you know, yeah. readjust because your body is basically hit with that shock all of a sudden that, oh, shit, this isn't water, or, I mean, this isn't air that I'm breathing in. It's water. And the water was odory over Yamian's face. Did y'all notice that? Multiple times it was yep. washing over his face, and he stayed with it. Yeah. I thought that was very impressive. You know, it's a, I really was impressed with how he – how he played it. Steve, I, I, I know this is off subject. Are you okay? Are you feeling better? I, I haven't messaged you or anything. I just wanted to make sure you were okay. Yeah, uh, I, am feel, I am feeling better. Uh, I mean, obviously, you know, this is about the procedure that I had, that I had, had done. Uh, I don't know if yeah. I did tell, if I did say this on, on air or not. Everything came back clear. They found nothing. Uh they still don't know what caused my problem, but uh, everything, you know, everything is clear. Uh, luckily, you know, I'm back to being 100%, uh, although, you know, maybe my maybe my voice not, may not be all that clear tonight. I am dealing with a bit of a sore throat, but, uh, yeah. Everybody uh, is going crazy right now. Well, I'm glad to hear that, Steve. I was I was concerned. I've been meaning to to send you a message. I've just been so busy, uh, but uh, you know, it's, I'm really happy to know that you're okay. That's important to me. Yeah. I'm gonna keep you on my altar, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's it's weird. It's weird though, Eddie, because. Honestly, you know, it's, it's like they said, the, the prep was literally the worst part of it. And I was literally in uh, kill me now mode, basically, the night before. And oh, yeah, I mean, Jim, 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 could, Jim, could t- Jim could tell you because literally I was, I was talking 
with him during part of the uh during part of the whole thing so um i mean it, it, literally i do not want to go through that whole thing ever again i do not because it it was horrible or at least yeah. or at least if i well, do at least if i do don't make me do the liquid next time oh that liquid well they're having to uh, live in the bathroom yeah you just, he had a bad reaction to it. So, yeah. He was, he was coming out both ends for him, unfortunately. Well, no, because the not thing typical. is, like, I was, I was downing, they they told me to do eight ounces at a time. And, like, literally the first nine cups, I was fine. Every 15 minutes. The first nine cups, I was fine. By the tenth cup, all of a sudden I started gagging, and I saw, uh, my mind is going, "What the hell is going on here?" So, but, anyways, though, it's, uh, it's hard to do that much liquid. It really is. If you yeah, haven't it done it, I mean, I have, I have to, I drink uh, over a hundred ounces of water a day, but I have to because of my heart and everything. I have to keep my my system clear, but. Uh, uh, it's not easy if you're not drinking, used to drinking a lot of, uh, you know, fluid. Uh, it's not an easy thing on the body. Yeah, it definitely isn't. But, uh, you know, l- luckily, though. Uh, you're okay. That l- like, I said, like I said, I'm okay. So that's, that's really all that matters, essentially. Yeah, you got through it. And thank God that it's nothing serious. And you're okay, and you you know you can sleep. Yeah, you don't have to. Yeah, you know, have all the fears going through your head constantly. Uh, yeah, that's my worst thing. Is, oh my God, what are the tests going to show? And oh my God, I haven't heard from him. <laughs> right. Well, you know, like I said, like I said, Jim can Jim can tell you, uh, you know, when I, whenever he does, uh, whenever he does. Uh, get on here, whether it's tonight or or next week. Uh, you know, he can t- he can tell you I was in contact with him through uh, throughout part of the uh, preparation. So, uh, yeah, we'll just leave it at that. I do, I do not want to go through that ever again. So, um, back to Survivor though. Uh, the thing that we've been talking about has been the lot the uh you know the exact audience reaction to what we've been seeing and i gotta tell you numbers are continuing to slip the numbers are continuing to slip because this week's episode lost about two hundred thousand viewers compared to last week So we've gone from 4.95 to 4.77 now with only two episodes left to go. This is actually the lowest that we've had so far when it comes to when it, when you know when it comes when it comes to viewership, I think. It's the lowest that we've oh, had wow. since the season premiere. What I've noticed on uh, now, 
on a lot of different sites, people are going that are Survivor diehard fans are saying, when do they bring him back to Australia, Survivor? We're ready for Australia Survivor. I thought that was really yeah. I saw that on several different things this week. Well, you know, sort of like we, uh, like has been talked about uh, previously on on uh, this show that you know maybe in the future they could have potentially Australia versus USA. Uh, we may see that potentially jump forward here. Um, you know what I'm wondering is maybe with the jump next next season to 90 minutes which has been you know which has been the rumor that it would be uh you know they would jump to 90 minutes 90 minute episodes would that actually help with viewership well it depends on the edit are they gonna be crazy editors i mean again i think all along they should fire all their editors and get new editors or is this all Jeff's doing is he manipulating the edit do they not have control of it we don't know yeah really well I mean let's put it this way if he was manipulating the edit Jam Jam would be getting a much better edit and we wouldn't be looking at Carolyn as oh she should be the one that's winning this season Well, yes, because and no. we we and, know that and there's Jeff pros loves... and cons on that. Don't you think there's pros and cons on that? Uh, you know, we know that Jeff, when he gets the hair up his ass, he's not much is going to stop him. Uh, pardon my 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 words, Jeff. I don't have anything against you. It's just you know I am um, I am noticing there is an influence on it. Uh, they're, these editors can't be that stupid. Who's who's behind it? Well, yeah, it's like Steve you know, said. Maybe they're trying to keep it keep us from really finding out who the real winner is. They're trying to hide it from the general public. But basically, what it's telling me is that everybody's thinking, "Oh my God, Carolyn's going to win this. She's doing a phenomenal job." And then it's going to come back, and Yum Yum's going to win, and they're all going to be throwing bricks at their TV. And people but are going to say, sure when they bring this, back, I don't want to watch. Bring back, when they bring back all the, you know, the, the past players on the season, and she comes back, you know everyone's going to watch her. Yeah, I, I, um. I honestly got to think that even not winning, uh, if she does not win a immunity challenge, still she is playing circles. Around everybody. I mean, he turned the game last night by not voting Carson out. And I wonder if he realizes what she did, you know. As long and as that, I think, side. oh, that was the one thing I was going to tell you, is that um, I think that she did that on purpose. I think that she did that to let um, 
Jamie and oh. Lauren know that oh, wow. she was on their side. I I do. I think she has said that before. It's like she told Carson that she thinks she's going to tell them that she'll vote any way that they want and not do it. Um, what a great announcement. I, I didn't see that. That's what I think that she did. She did that on purpose. And when she was standing up there to vote, I think she was wondering, who do I vote for, Heidi? or I think she was going between Heidi and Danny. She wanted Danny out so bad. And I think she was kind of thinking, okay, who's going to vote for Danny and who's going to vote for Heidi? And, you know, maybe she she did it for effect. Maybe you're right on to something like that. Maybe she stayed yeah, up longer maybe. than normal just to get everyone crapping in their pants. What is she doing? Mm-hmm. Great game. That's what Unless I said, I Eddie. That. You pointed it out. I did not catch that. <laughs> That's what I said, that she was up there just trying to make people wonder. Oh, you yeah. already said it. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't know you'd already said it. Uh, I, I, I was late coming on. No, that's okay. It makes me feel like I'm smart. You are smart, honey. You're 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 definitely smart. I I mean, we're all. I I look forward to each one of us each week. That's uh. Oh, I do too. You know, it makes my week. Uh, It it keeps me going. (laughs) Yeah. I'm getting ready to go in for a bunch of stem cell work within the next couple of weeks, and I think it should bring me back up to normal. I'm really excited about that. There uh, you go. Yay. Yeah. But um, thank That's God. That's finally going to happen, huh? Yeah, I just, I'm just grateful that, uh, you know, everything that's gone on with my heart, that, I'm pulling through it, and it's working, the stuff I'm doing and the treatments, not by the doctors, but by other things I'm doing. And uh, if the stem cell thing works out, uh, it'll totally rejuvenate my heart. Uh, Yay. Oh, my God. I'm so happy. Well, keep your prayers for me. I I need all I can get right now. I think it's – I mean, I've really been praying a lot on it. You know, I might have a nasty, foul mouth, but I really – do pray a lot for everybody. But, you know, and I do make comments, I guess, that get people upset, but I'm not, I don't mean to. I like all the players this, this season. Uh, I was glad to see Danny get out this week. I really was. But I also felt sorry for him in the challenge because he really was in fear when he pulled out that water. You could tell he was freaking. Uh, you know, and it's just very interesting. Uh, hey, uh, op survivor. <laughs> my little puppy just came in. Uh, her name's uh. I mean, the light of my life, uh, the, the beam of light to my life. She just came in and climbed up on my shoulders and is sleeping on my neck. She's How cute is that? <laughs> yeah, I think I, I posted hey. in my storyline. I think y'all could have he seen likes, her. He likes to listen. He likes to listen, too. Oh, she's. It's a little she. 
the little girl. Oh, she. My little boy. Yeah, she likes to listen, too. Oh, man, she's so tiny. Just, you know, <laughs> she's so fragile, but she's got, she's hell on wheels, I mean, and extremely smart. Uh, what shocked me, to just be four months old, uh, I was, the other day, I told her no about something she was doing. So she figured out another way to do it, and then that was okay in her mind. Yeah. That's smart. I mean, hey, can I ask, where's those? Jim at tonight? Uh, Jim is uh, Jim is dealing with something currently, so I don't know if I don't know if he's going to make it on tonight. But oh, I was just—I uh, thought of it a couple of times, and I finally just thought of it again, and I was like, okay, I've got to ask. So, okay, sorry. Yeah, no, he's, de- he's no, dealing with uh, he's so dealing with really something. Did uh, a lot of good topics tonight. Yeah, we have so far, and we do we do have about fifty minutes in the uh, in the regular uh, podcast left before we go into the overtime portion. So, I mean, let's 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 put it let's put it out there right now. Obviously, you know they they're teasing that the Tika three have the majority, but yet the numbers are three and three. So. How can this be the majority if basically the numbers are tied? You know, something has to happen. Uh, you know, uh, we we had thought that maybe Heidi would join up with them, but it seems like the way that she has been edited so far that Heidi, you know, essentially is back on the side of, you know, anti-Tika. So I mean, how how does that, let's start with you, Melissa? How do you see this playing out uh, as we move forward here? Because obviously, idols are still in play. I think I think until about final four. I think uh, I think final five is the last time you can you can use an idol. And with uh, you know, with Carolyn having played her idol last night, do we think Carolyn's idol goes back into play, or does Heidi have the only one left? I don't foresee her idol going back into play. I unless they do something like leaving it on the bench and then that's immunity. You know how sometimes they hide a a tidbit on the bench? Yeah. So if you get out you go and you can look at the bench and see that there's some kind of goodie. It really depends, I think, whether or not the producers or the powers that be think that something isn't going their way. That's true. Uh, and you know, I, I was actually surprised. I was surprised too that we haven't gotten that advantage, uh, like you, like you just mentioned, uh, Melissa, that we haven't gotten that advantage uh, thing yet with. You know, somebody uh, looking for it on the on the bench. Although I think didn't we get that from Matt? I think once the uh, once the merge had hit, he uh, there was somebody who was looking around that on the bench. That did look under the bench. That's true. Yeah. 
But, true, yeah. you know, I, I was surprised that we haven't gotten that yet. Uh, you know, I still, I still do wonder if an idol is going to go back into play because you know that depending on obviously production controls what happens, uh, you know, when it comes to twists and whatnot. So if they want, you know, the most drama and whatnot, because they still have, you know, two episodes to fill for time. You could possibly throw out another idol out there to hunt with, even even though technically it's done at the final five or final four. I want to say it's final five is the last time that you can play it. Uh, yeah, final five. Yeah, so, you know, you can... You can you can fill quite a bit of time because let's face it, you know, with the 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 lesser amount of players that we keep that that we see here, they're going to need more time. They're going to need more content uh, to put out there on the episodes. Yeah. So I wouldn't be surprised at all if the idol was put back out. Yeah, I agree with you, but what went on before that tribal council? Because that tribal council was all over the place. What happened that they didn't show us? That's a good question. Because there's, you know, obviously Carolyn must have gotten she must have sensed during final or during that tribal she must have sensed that Carson was going to be the target because of the fact that Probst asked Carson about you know what his time out on the island has meant to him if i was sitting out there right if i was sitting out there at that moment that would be a huge clue to me that the vote is going Carson's way because you know Probst has to uh has to sort of steer the uh the conversation in a certain way to make it for for uh for television. Yeah. Oh yeah. And obviously, you know, Probst Probst has access to all the footage, so he knows what's gonna what you know, what's gonna what's going to happen heading into each uh into you know each each tribal. That's true. No, that's true. Uh, JB, what? Oh, you know, JB, what are your thoughts? There. No, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Eddie. Oh, I didn't. I didn't mean to cut you off, JB. I do want to know what you think. I was just thinking that you know something's going on behind the scenes that they all. The only thing I could figure about last night that we didn't see is. They don't want to go against Karen, uh, and that could have been why they all responded the way they did and the way the vote went, because they're all looking at Carolyn if I can beat her in the final three, uh, you know, uh, and that would be Heidi, Janie, and Lloyd. They would all be thinking the same thing, because Carolyn's got a good, you know, rapport with all those people. Uh, so they. 
but we have to think maybe something's going on there that we're not seeing. Uh, there's more going on with the four women than we know uh, that they're not showing us. Uh, but, and, and again, Carson and Yam Yam think they're running the show. And maybe they are, but again, when there's 3-3, three, three, what are we not seeing that they didn't use that? Yeah, it, it is very mind-boggling when you think about how a survivor season is usually edited and when it comes to the winner and whatnot. So, yeah. it, I mean, JB, try to make try to make sense of all this, JB. Uh, you know, wh- how do you see this unfolding moving forward? Now that we have, we're down to the final six. Carolyn's idol is, you know, the question is, will it will it be put back in play potentially? Because you know how production loves to have multiple advantages in a game at once. Uh, you know, what what do you think we can expect uh, moving forward here? Because we know the final three is Jam Jam, Carolyn, and Heidi. Heidi, but, yep. Uh, with with everybody that's left, you know, Lauren, uh, Jamie, Carson, Heidi, Jam Jam, and Carolyn, how do we get to the final three being those three from this point? Well, I'm I'm trying to think who would win uh next week cuz i'm thinking i'm thinking oh, i'm thinking lauren goes and if lauren goes i don't know who would win uh immunity but I can see Lauren going next week, and then the first one going uh, the finale week would be Jamie. So that would leave Carolyn, Heidi, Carson, and Jam Jam. And I seem to, I seem to think that. Uh, well, that Heidi would win the last uh, immunity and take Carolyn, so that would force Carson and Jam Jam for uh, making the uh, fire. I do agree with uh, whoever said, uh, you know, Heidi wins the last immunity. I do agree with that. Uh, you know who would who would win uh, next week? I don't know, but I kind of see Lauren going next week, and Jamie being the first one to go uh, finale week. That's just my thinking. 
Do you think uh, Do you think Heidi will be forced to use her idol after uh, her ally, her number one ally, and Danny left this week? I think she'll use that uh, at the final five uh, finale on on the uh, finale week, unless unless she gets. Uh, wind of uh, everybody kind of, you know, teaming up on uh, her next week. And then she'll play it for herself. And that way uh, it'll either be Jamie or Lauren. And I think Lauren uh, will have the uh, most uh, votes. And I think she will go. Reggie, let's get let's get your thoughts on on uh, on what we have moving forward here. At five, we are we're down to the final six. Heidi's the only one with an idol left. Uh, nor, normally, if you go if you go based off of uh, process of elimination, who's allied with who? You know, Danny just just got voted out uh, in a split between him and Heidi. Wouldn't that make Heidi the uh, the next the next logical target? So she would probably yep. have to play her idol next week, right? Right. And so then it'll be up between Lauren and Jamie. I'm afraid. Right. And I don't you know I don't know if anybody caught this last night, but Lauren specifically mentioned how she trusts Carson more than she trusts uh, more than she trusted and, Danny. So Yeah, I caught I'm that wondering too. if you know, I'm wondering if maybe perhaps that's a little hint to uh because of her connections with Carson that maybe she <clears throat> stays in for a little bit longer compared to uh you know, compared to... So. You know, I think the world of her, so I'm hoping so. Right. But I, I'm hoping Jamie goes next because she just is like a bookend. She doesn't <laughs> do anything. Okay. Then I would like to see Heidi not use her idol and go the next time. Or Heidi can even go Wednesday. I don't care, you know, and not use her idol. And then Lauren, Lauren be the last of the Mohica, you know, because we all know who's going to be in the final three. So, you know, I would just like to see Lauren go a couple of more times. I think Heidi is probably going to use her idol either next week or the following, well, either next week or, you know, I I don't know, but I think that she, I think that's one of the reasons why she ended up in the final four. She used her eye oh, yeah. and then won immunity. Yeah, and you know what? This is another thing I was thinking last night. They've all got blabbermouths, like let's run, run it like, a, uh, you know, the wind. And when Carolyn put her idol up there, 
I figure we're going to hear, do you think we're going to hear any backlash from Yam Yam going, you kept that a secret from me? Because everybody that's all I think it's definitely yeah. possible. Uh, yeah. yeah. So, you mean you I, didn't I, show me? <laughs> yeah. And then he'll probably say, you should have saved it. But, you know, she didn't, so it's over and done with. But on that happy note, y'all, I'm going to take off. i got to work tomorrow, so just a few Be more done, days. Buddy. Have a good night's sleep. Yeah, I will have now. Bye-bye, y'all. Bye-bye, y'all. Good night, Reggie. Night. All right. Well, uh, let's 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 bring it to you, Eddie. Uh, you know, how do you see things uh, moving for moving forward here? Because obviously, you know, we know that that uh, Heidi's idol is still in play. So you got to think that it's you know the 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 question is how does it get used? Does it get used in Next week's episode, does it get used at the final five? I mean, how how does she get to her final three spot? Well, I guess the question I have, Steve, is uh, what will the challenge be next week? Uh, aren't we about ready for a puzzle of some sort? Uh, I was thinking maybe there would be a puzzle, and then that would mean Carson. Uh, would win the immunity at that point. Uh, uh, and we know Carson, you know, is, is not looking good with the girls and all. And uh, I was wondering about that. Well, what will the immunity challenge be next week? Uh, will it be something with the puzzle? Uh, we've done the endurance uh, a couple of times now. Will they continue on that track? If it's, if it's endurance, we know a woman's going to win it. If a woman's going to win it, it's probably going to be Heidi. Uh, if Heidi wins immunity next week, uh, she's safe uh, going into the final five. That means Jamie goes, which is what Reggie has said and that y'all had all commented on earlier. Uh, that means that Reggie would, I mean, not, not Reggie would go. <laughs> Jamie would go. <laughs> but uh, anyway, uh, then that would set it up, final five. And we have then we have Heidi, Lauren, and uh, Heidi uses her immunity. They vote to to take out Heidi, and but Heidi uses her immunity idol, and then uh, Heidi votes Lauren, uh, and Lauren goes out, uh, or somebody votes for Lauren instead of Heidi. They split the vote in case there's a mean immunity idol. We don't know if Heidi wins that final the next immunity challenge, there's all sorts of scenarios that can play out. At that point, it changes the whole game, or how we're looking at it. At least that's what I think. I might be totally wrong. Uh, you know, key in, y'all, and tell me what you think. But uh, it depends on what the challenge is next week. What What are they going to do? Uh, for, for me, what I'm seeing is what is the challenge going to be? And that really tells us what's going to happen. Now, they didn't have anything in the 
the previews about a hint towards the challenge, did they? Um, I don't think I don't think I saw uh, anything when when it came to the challenge. The only thing I saw for the next time on on Survivor was that uh, Batika three believe that they can run the game now that they're in the majority, and Carolyn uh, is considered to be in the crosshairs because of her move that she made, saving Carson like she did. And, you know, using her idol that, you know, this is why I find it funny that uh, Danny, the way Danny described Carolyn in his interviews, that, you know, she's not really looked at as a threat when yet on the show next week, she's being looked at as, as uh, you know, the, as the main target. It, it, or that's what it that's what uh it's at what the inferring, preview was yeah. edited to look like. Yeah, it's inferring it, yeah. And I I I don't know. It's it, it, there there's obviously, you know, still a couple of variables left at play. Like I said, I think that uh when it comes to Lauren and Jamie, I think Jamie is more likely to go next week, considering the fact that uh, they brought up Lauren trusting Carson more than Danny this week, and I don't know if that's if that's to basically show that she has a deeper connection with Carson, and maybe perhaps that's why she lasts one more vote, or maybe perhaps her connection with Carson is ultimately, you know, maybe Carson ultimately ends up playing her and she ends up leaving next week because of, you know, she thought that she was okay with Carson only, you know, to obviously be proven wrong. That would make sense. I mean, yeah, and if I remember correctly, I think Jim did say that Lauren made it to the final five. Oh. Right. He did say well, he did say that. Yeah. So then Jam Jam definitely going this week. I mean uh 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 Jamie's definitely going this week. Yeah. It would seem. Yeah, you would th- you would think that uh that Jamie obvious you know, Jamie obviously uh the honest even though yeah, we we were down to the final seven entering this week, but just the the increase in airtime that we got from Jamie, honestly it would be pretty concerning. It would be pretty concerning if you're looking at it from an editing standpoint. And like, oh, you know, somebody who wasn't exactly invisible, but, you know, she had a little bit of a tempered uh, edit, and then all of a sudden it skyrockets. That's basically like, oh, okay, so, you know, she has to be leaving like really, really soon. And not to mention, 
she was the one who was probably the more cocky between her and Lauren this week, believing that they had all the power. But she's been thinking that way all season long. <laughs> she's been thinking that she holds all the power. She knows all the knowledge. She knows everything that's going on. <laughs> Right. Yeah, she has been that way all season. She thinks she's the bomb.com. Well, it, it then it, that also gives more credence that Heidi wins next week. She wins immunity. And yeah, I would that imagine. That change everybody's game. Because they're going to have to get I'm her thinking, out. I'm thinking, yeah, she wins immunity next week, and she uses her idol the following week, and then she... <laughs> Wins final immunity. And and takes Carolyn. That would like to be with talking, yeah. And it, it is yeah. possible that we could see we could see Heidi go on a uh you know, go on a legitimate run to close out the <laughs> season because you gotta think about it, okay, you know, if Carolyn is supposedly a zero vote getter, how does Heidi get those uh, get those votes unless it's just because oh she was allied with danny and allied with franny and matt maybe perhaps she gets their votes but winning three immunities you know winning them back to back that would definitely make yep. the jury look yep so why didn't she win that would be my thing yeah, I just don't get how Jam Jam wins. I don't get it, <clears throat> or how Mister Tub wins. He's gonna charm the audience, charm the jury. He's that tribal tribal. I hope they really show it. We really know what's going on. That we see how they. Yeah. Well, we don't have any Ponderosa. So we don't know what's going on there. Yeah. Didn't yeah, you know, about too. What what had happened? How they were uneasy at it, or on one of the feeds or something? In regard in regards to what? Didn't one of the players make a comment about how uneasy it was at uh, Ponderosa this time? Oh, I, I can't I remember. Yeah, I kept thinking I saw that in one of the feeds I was looking at. You know, I, so I am kind of disappointed that they've gone away from the Ponderosa videos. Yeah. I, I, am, I am pretty disappointed because those were actually very enjoyable, but I guess, you know, I guess they just didn't want to bother having to edit videos for people who were no longer in the game. Unless, you know, this year things happen that we don't know. So they just decided not to show Ponderosa. Possibly. That's why. But then again, they didn't show Ponderosa last year too, right? Yeah. There have been comments about Ponderosa this season from the players that have exited. Well, I just wish I could remember I mean, when I it, saw it. You know, if it, if it was that if it was that uh, that bad, then you know maybe that's the reason why we don't have Ponderosa videos anymore. 
That would make sense. I'm still I'm still thinking though it's probably it's probably a case of, you know, production didn't want to bother uh paying somebody else to uh you know, to film the uh to film the extra stuff. You know, maybe it's maybe it's, it was a case of they were uh you know, they were looking at the view counts that every Ponderosa video was getting. And they're probably saying, you know what, there's – obviously, I don't know how many, you know, how how many people view the Ponderosa videos each week. But, what? you know, maybe they looked at the view count and they were like, why are we still doing this when we're not getting the numbers that, uh, you know, that we would expect? Good thing. What, honey? I mean that is that is something to uh, to keep in mind because it's you know you know why put in that effort if you know nobody's going to really even pay attention to it. Yeah, I didn't look at that. That could be it. You might be right on it. By the way, uh, speaking of, I guess guess we could say speaking of effort, uh, there was an article that came out, I think it was either today or yesterday, about Jeff Probst uh, almost dying when filming a finale scene. Yeah, that, yeah, you know, yeah. we've seen, yeah, we, we've seen him do, uh, obviously he doesn't do it anymore, but they used to do these different scenes of him <coughs> taking the votes and going to, uh, somehow taking making his to, way to the, yeah, yeah to, uh, to the finale, like a helicopter or a taxi, or he used a jet ski one season. Um, there was one season where he, where he did, where he did skydiving apparently. And apparently according to what he said on his recent podcast, uh, obviously all of his practice jumps that he did were solo jumps. So, uh, when he had to film the real thing, he did a solo jump and, he basically said, when you skydive, they tell you two things. Check your altimeter, which tells you how high you are, and check your horizon line to make sure your body is oriented right. And you're supposed to pull your chute at 5,500 feet. The problem is, by his sixth jump, he was actually get, he was getting pretty confident and too confident, actually, because uh, he said he checked his altimeter and then he looks at, then he looked at the horizon at the horizon and he decided to basically take in the the beautiful scenery as he's falling to his uh to his soon to be death uh and then all of a sudden he looks down again at his altimeter and it says four thousand five hundred feet so now all of a sudden he's starting to panic and you know, there's always that possibility of okay, what happens if I pulled if I pull for the shoot and it doesn't deploy? Now, luckily, it did deploy, but you know, it, it he was losing track of 
when to actually when to actually deploy it simply because of the fact that he was so comfortable after having done it so many times. Yeah. So I, I you know I just I thought that was I thought that was uh that was a pretty uh, a pretty interesting side story that they had put out there uh on Entertainment Weekly. I enjoyed that. Yeah, because, I, enjoyed, I read it. I, I I read it too. I thought it was really interesting. All right, looking at obviously obviously we know the you know we we know enough now about each of the about each of the survivors uh that we could potentially make an estimate of what the final vote is going to look like we have carolyn who supposedly is getting no votes we have heidi and we have jam jam being the winner Let's start, let's start with you, Melissa. In your opinion, what do you think the vote will turn out to be? Because right now we have five jury members. We'll have we'll we'll have a jury of eight. Who do you think votes for Jam Jam, and who do you think votes for Heidi? Um. Now, how many does Heidi get? Two, right? Yeah. Uh, I don't think it's, it's been really yeah. stated. It's two, yeah. Oh, has, has it been stated? <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, I was just I was just speculating earlier. Yeah, Jim said he got he gets he gets two. Okay, so um, then who who do we think those two would be? Okay, hang on, let me get my cheat sheet out here. Um, okay. Uh, I don't know. I think Matt and Franny vote for Heidi. I mean, that would kind of make sense considering that they're officially a uh, you know they're they're officially a couple right as soon, right as soon as they got to uh, Ponderosa. Apparently, everything kicked right back up. Uh, so obviously, where one would vote, the other one would also vote. Um, I just, I, you know, I find it kind of odd that they pointed out Danny, uh, you know, Danny's affiliation with Heidi. It, it almost seemed, it almost made me seem to think that he would vote for Heidi, but also at the same time, they painted Danny as somebody who respected the game, somebody who went out there to play the game. And that kind of makes me wonder if he would vote for Jam Jam case. You're right. You know, he could vote for Heidi. Um, It wouldn't surprise me, but I think 
who would vote with him? If it's not Franny and Matt, and it's Franny yeah, yeah, yeah. and I got Jamie, maybe Jamie. Yeah. Jamie and Jamie. I mean, who knows? You know, who knows? Maybe Matt and Franny do end up splitting their votes. But, you know, just going based off of how previous survivor couples have voted in the jury, usually when one part, when one votes one way, the other the other goes along with them. That's true. What, what are your thoughts? Yeah. Uh, what are your thoughts on this, JB? I think that the two votes, if if they are two votes that uh, Heidi gets, I think they come from uh, Jamie and Lauren. Even though though they voted to uh, get her out when uh, Danny left uh, last night. Yeah, I mean, it would make sense. You know, they have noted them as being a duo this season. So, at least once the merge hit, you know, they they, uh, looked at them as a duo. So, that wouldn't be surprising. Uh, But, you know, ultimately, though, it just... You know, it's it's hard to tell because you do have two different duos. If it is only two votes, you have two different duos that it could potentially it could potentially count for. Yeah. What What are your thoughts, Eddie? I mean, the way the way obviously the way things have been edited this season has been crazy to begin with. Uh, but based off of what we've seen, um, I think it's going to be. Danny, because he's going to see that she wins three immunity, that wins all the immunities, and if he's really looking at a player of a game, he's got to respect the fact that she played against all those others, the 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 coalition, and made it to where she did. So I think he would respect her in that respect and give her the vote. So that's what I would think, but that doesn't mean that's what's going to happen. And I think that one of the girls, and I think probably. Uh, Jamie will give the vote then to her too, uh, to Heidi. Now that's how I kind of saw it. That it'd be Danny and uh, uh, Jamie who would give the vote. But again, it's such a it's such a toss up. I mean, it could be both the girls, like Jim said. It could be very much the two girls that they and that Danny goes with with you know the obvious winner. Uh, but we got to look at what he said. He said he goes by how they played the game. Uh, he's, he's a game player. Uh, so he's looking at that when he cast his vote. That's true. You know, you go based on uh, – that's, mm-hmm. that's what's even more confusing, though. 
is that yeah. it goes based on based on gameplay. If you're going based on gameplay, and this is what you know, this is what really makes me think that Carolyn just completely screws herself in the in the uh, jury questions. If you're going yeah. based off of gameplay, Carolyn would be the front runner right now. She's played an incredible game. And if you're going based on a popularity contest, then yeah, Jam Jam would be the front runner. Then Jam Jam would win it, yeah. But you know, Carolyn, you're right. Obviously, Carolyn must really screw up in tribal. Um, that's what it's pointing at. I think you're right on it there. Yeah. I just yeah, I she's don't... trying to speak the mind, the mind. So I think yeah. that she probably berates them or something. I I could totally see her calling people out. <laughs> to be honest with you. Because I mean, Jeff even said it in the last this last tribal that she speaks her mind. Mhm. She got to the jury and spoke her mind, and might take the million dollars from her which it's going to do, if, if that's what she did. Mm-hmm. I'll be looking forward to the interviews with the final four at, at, when this is all over to see what they have to tell us. Uh, I would love if we could get Carolyn on a podcast and, and Yan Yan and Carson. I think that would be an interesting podcast. Uh, and, you know, Carolyn's really a nice lady. I mean, she might agree to it. Yeah, you know, especially like especially like I said earlier, it just seems like this season has been criminally, uh, you know, when, when it comes when it comes to the edit, it's been criminally under edited this season. Yeah, I mean, yeah. yeah, I understand. You know, you gotta you gotta spread out uh, the lion's share if you would, of of the edit to different characters like Jam Jam, like Carson, like Carolyn, Danny in the pre-merge, yeah. Heidi uh, after the merge hit. Obviously, you know, you have to center a little bit on Matt and Franny as well with their, uh, you know, their, their showmance. Mm-hmm. But it, it just seems like Still, the 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 one common thing that we've talked about in this season is that Jam Jam he may have started out with a winner's edit, but he's not getting a winner. Like he's getting a winner's edit, but Carolyn's edit is a more believable winner's edit. Yeah. Oh, I agree. Although, who knows, like we mentioned before. Go ahead, Eddie. Well, no, I mean, you were, it's, uh, again, I just was going back to, you know, I think Jeff has got his nose in this edit because the editors can't be that bad. He, somebody's got to be manipulating the edit uh, for it to be what it is. And then somebody, obviously, that doesn't know how to edit. Uh, so I would assume that's Jeff at that point. I don't think Mark would. Uh, I think this is Jeff. He's got his nose in the edit, 
and he thinks he's he's doing all these wonderful moves, but the uh, editors are being blamed for what he's doing. Now, that's what I think. I might be totally wrong, but that's how it seems to me. Yeah, but at the, at the same time, though, you would think that if if Jeff was – obviously he has his hands in everything because he's, you know, he's the top producer of the show. So if he was – if he had his hand directly involved with the edit, wouldn't you think that – that you know that uh, he would be more for Jam Jam as opposed to Carolyn, because right now the way it's edited, Carolyn is the one who's getting the better edit. Oh, definitely. It's almost like I mean, it's, it's almost like it's an edit of. It's almost well, like it's, it's an edit of we're we're pissed off that she didn't win. Again, it's 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 an amateur edit. It's it's not a professional edit, and they spend good bucks on these editors. Uh, you know, the editors are being controlled in some way, and who's doing the controlling? Who's causing it to happen? Who's who's messing it up? Now, Jess made it quite clear when asked about extending the season back and you know to more days, and you know he wasn't going to do it. He, He's very quick to say no to things. I mean, even starting his own podcast, which I haven't listened to. I haven't really listened to any of them, but I don't know how they are. Uh, I don't know if y'all have listened, uh, but I haven't. Uh, I haven't been drawn to listen to them. But, you know, somebody's doing something that we're not seeing. And we can't, we've been saying, I mean, we were the first site that, Screen, edit, edit, edit. We're the first ones that hit it, that something's wrong with the edit. Then all the Internet picked it up, and they started saying the same thing, that it looks like somebody's ignoring what the fans are saying uh, and it's decided he's, they're going to show it the way they want to show it. Uh, and there's, I'm not saying there's anything wrong. I'm not judging him on it. It's just a very amateur edit to my eyes. I don't know how y'all think about it, but it the edit is just, it's all over the place. Uh, it doesn't seem like the editors are giving free reign to edit the show. Yeah, it's, uh, maybe they just, maybe they just want to make it to where it's, it's more unpredictable when it comes to you know who's gonna who who's gonna basically take home the win with the with the edit because i mean you know you could argue that you have two legitimate winners edits here in jam jam and Carolyn, but you know just just the big uh the big thing is that you know Carolyn probably Carolyn screws probably it up in the very end well, I'm sure she does, but still we we gotta go back to look at what's being shown to us too i mean we're we're how can that 
and mind you, again, how can this be a professional edit job? Who's controlling these editors? Uh, it just doesn't make sense to me. Because uh, I've been in editing rooms of editing film, and, you know, I, I did that in, in New York with, with friends of mine that were with Saturday Night Live. And uh, I, I know these guys know what they're doing. And they sit back and they, they, you know, they're really, they, they show you what they got. They, they do a rough edit, and they show that to whoever the producer or the executive producer is. And then uh, they're pretty quiet and pretty there listening to everything. They'll do their suggestions, but they're very, very, very professional, most of the editors I've been around. I mean, imagine all the film they have to look at and how they have to cut it down to a two-hour movie or a, a TV series that they're filming 24-7 and all the film they're having to look at. Uh, you know, they, they had to have a rough edit on each episode that was shown to somebody, and then somebody came in and looked at that rough edit and had them switch things around. Now, all the editor can do at that point is go, yes, sir. That's what you want. That's what I'll do. They're getting paid no matter what you do. And how many people say they're, what's wrong with the edit? It, you know, and if you're in, if you've been around editors, you go, it's not the editors. Somebody's man, manipulating how, what's being shown in the edit. I mean, these are professional guys. Right. They're being paid big bucks. Something, we're not seeing something. Uh, that's why if Jeff is doing this, I hope he realizes it. He listens to people and sees, you know, he can't be mega everything. He can't control everything happening. He, he's destroying the show. Uh, and he can say, oh, no, it's not. We'll run, blah, blah, blah. It's not. When people all this week were saying, we miss Australian Survivor, when is it coming back? You know, seeing those comments like that, you know, it's like they want to see a real Survivor's. Not all this bullshit. And yeah, you know, you know, it does by social. You know, it it does make you wonder if they're going to show us something like, uh, like a you know a, a flashback on finale night. If they're if they're going to show us some sort of flashback. Uh, that's going to really tilt it in in, fa- in favor of of Jam Jam. Okay. Yeah. You wonder. I mean, we know that Carson's going to go to the jury, and he's going to put his two cents in. Uh, what is he going to say to the jury members? Because um, he's in a, a alliance with. Jam, jam, and kill. Or maybe it's maybe it's like Jim said. Uh, it's the bullshit case of oh, he won the uh, he won uh, you know the fire making challenge, so therefore he's automatically our winner for the season. Doesn't matter what anybody else did. He beat he beat Carson at fire. He wins the end. Yeah, that's what Jim did say that. Yep. 
All right, so a uh, just a quick reminder, we have hit the overtime hour uh, for the after show, so nobody get disconnected because if we get, you know, if you get disconnected, can't you can't get back on uh, can't get back on the air. If I get disconnected, everybody gets disconnected. So uh, hopefully that doesn't happen. Heaven forbid. Knowing my knowing hey, uh, my phone and uh, considering the uh, considering that the uh, what's it called the my payment is about to go through, there's a possibility that might actually happen because it's it's done that for some reason on the sports podcast from time to time whenever I've been doing it the night of uh, of my payment going through. So. Oh my God. Hey, I do have to. Uh, I do have to go. One of those. Uh, one of those things. Yeah, uh, I will be uh, back on uh, next uh, Thursday. All right. Oh, okay, Bye, Jim. Okay. You, goodbye. Bye, bye. Thanks for joining us. Okay. So, uh, we do have. Uh-oh. Uh, we're do- we're down to just Melissa and Eddie uh, for the remainder of the of tonight's show. So I guess I guess you know we've hit the overtime. Uh, we can pretty much open it up, I think. If cause I don't, you know, honestly, I don't know how much more we can pretty much cover from uh, from last night's episode, unless we want to talk about uh, how Carolyn took 500 years. To uh, to cast her vote. Well, it's not exactly true who's been here because I've been listening. Well, yes, I know you've been listening, Jim, but I didn't. I didn't know if you wanted me to when you wanted me to introduce you or if you wanted me to introduce you. So I've 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 just been Hi, lurking Jim. all night. Hey, Melissa. Ah. Hey, Eddie. Hey there, Jim. Good to hear from you. I was worried about you. Are you okay? You know what? You know what? I kept thinking I heard you. I keep thinking that is that you. I think I think you may have heard me cough a time or two, and there was one time I spoke a word to someone, and I thought, "Oh crap! I forgot I'm on here." <laughs> yeah, I, so I thought I heard your voice. You you may have heard that one word that I said. It was probably about an hour ago. <laughs> mhm. Yeah, I heard you. Yeah. Then I thought I was. <laughs> then I thought I was. I, I, I lost. I lost my train of thought for a minute and spoke when I shouldn't have been speaking, and uh, and I thought immediately. Immediately, I thought, "Oh crap, they heard me." <laughs> but I just. Oh, I, I, I wanted to listen but in. I, wanted to listen in. Want to see how Steve did hosting? He's done a fantastic job. Uh, I'm gonna be honest with you, Steve. It's it's kind of like listening to me do it. You you kind of you kind of follow the same format. Yeah, well, you know, you know, I mean, when you told when you told me uh, earlier today that you probably weren't gonna make the show, I was like, okay, put on put on the hosting hat and uh, you know get ready ahead of time for. 
And I did I did tell Melissa, I said, uh, be prepared to potentially back me up if I need to uh if I need to take a rest at all because uh my voice has been um I've been dealing with a sore throat basically the last couple of yeah, days. Yeah, it sounds it sounds a little sounds a little ruskier, whatever the word is for it. But we, we, I mean, we, we as hosts go through this. Everyone knows, like during the winter months. I mean, I can hardly talk because of the sinus infections and crap. I mean, it, mm-hmm. it takes forever to get me through a podcast without going totally hoarse. And I mean, and then in you know the good months, I'm fine. You know, it's like okay, the voice is back. But uh, I mean, we go through it. Yeah, I've been having allergies really, really bad, and I am so sleepy. I told Steve, I said, dang, I hope I can get through this whole thing, because all I want to do is go to sleep. Oh, my God. It is. I'm I'm definitely fighting it. All right, don't be yawning, because that's making it worse for me. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't sleep no, much last goodness. night. I hope I, I hope I sleep tonight. I didn't get much last night, so I'm gonna try to make up for it. Yeah. But, I'll tell uh, you one. I'll tell you one thing. Yeah, after I mean, after I mean, the day I, I've had. I'm... Yeah. Well. You know, after after. You know, I have, day I have days had, like I'm, that. I, I, I want to go to sleep. Yeah. The the only days I have like that, Steve, are days that end in the letter Y. <laughs> so basically uh, every single day. Yeah. Yeah. Well, on on yeah. podcast nights, I want to. I usually take a nap. Podcast night. I'll huh. take it, you know, during the day before the pod. See, I, I mean, I'm just not a nap person because. <clears throat> When I take a nap and I wake up, I feel like it throws me all off, and then I'm going to stay up all night. Yeah, oh, that can me. happen. Yeah. Oh. I mean, I'll, t- I'll tell you this. You know, I nor- normally uh, when we do the podcast on Thursday nights, Friday, uh, Friday, which is normally, you know, my one night where I stay up until, like, four o'clock in the morning, uh, all of a sudden I find myself laying down and, uh, and dozing off at around midnight and then waking up at two o'clock and going, what the hell, what time, what time is it? Uh, literally everything's still on my laptop, on my TV, on everything on. And, and, you know, I just, I, I'm, I'm exhausted by the time the, uh, by the time the weekend hits. Yeah, yeah, I've done that before too. Yeah, with the laptop still being on all night. So, uh, but we had pouring down rain here all day today. Jeez, we had we had a really bad storm on Monday night lightning and thunder and hail and everything we and had, now it's been raining had, it's been raining a pretty good clip for the last couple of days but it's not yeah we had that you know the severe we had that hard stuff 
Melissa, we had that hard stuff last night, and then today just freaking rained all day long. Wow. Yep. And according to our thing, we're supposed to be getting rain all week long. Hmm. I mean, we were, yep. I mean, this, I mean, you, you see what time of the year it is. We were up in the 90s in temperature early this week. I mean, it's like we're turning the air conditioners on this early. Yep. We're going to we're going to hit the 90 or we're going to hit close to 90 actually just, tomorrow. We're going to be at around makes, 86. It, it makes me wonder, it makes me wonder how freaking hot this summer's going to be. I think they did yeah. say that we're supposed to be caught in an El Nino, which basically means like a continuous wave, a continuous heat wave. <clears throat> so it could it could be pretty. Uh, I mean, let's put let's put it this way: there may not be many days where the AC is off. <sighs> Melissa, you were happy this week, weren't you? Yeah, I was thrilled. Pickled. Pickled. And look who got him. Look who got him. Yep. (laughs) She's a sniper. (laughs) Yeah, but we we were discussing earlier about how nobody's really given her any credit. You know? Yeah, and that, and you know that'll hurt her at the end. But uh, Steve's about to prepare the uh, the banner for premiere, so everyone who hadn't figured it out yet will know who it is at the end. And then he'll do another banner with a little green check mark by the winner. So, and then we'll move on to next season. But. Uh, it still amazes me that so many people are in, you know, in premiere that still are wondering who wins when you basically have told them all season long who wins. And if you just listen to one podcast, you'd know. <laughs> mm-hmm. But again, you know, in fairness, it can be wrong. Information can be wrong. But, uh, I don't think this one's wrong. Well, Jim, I think well, we it's wondering... due to the edit. Do what, Steve? I think it's mainly due to the edit. You know, the edit that Carolyn has gotten versus the edit that Jam Jam has gotten. And, you know, it's like we said last week, how the hell does she lose this? Well, and there's we a couple of ways. There's out. a couple of ways. There's a couple of ways. One... He can close very, very strong. And two, she can be horrible with the jury. But don't. Yeah, I was. I I just, I think that that may be why people in the premiere are still wondering. Hey, I'm going to have to step away for a minute, a minute, but I'll be right back. Okay. Hope everything comes out okay. 
Yeah, I just got to do something with somebody's cell phone here. You know, I I think that might be why people in Premier are still wondering that, because of the fact that, like we talked about earlier, the fact that Carolyn seems to be getting more of the favorite edit when it comes to a winner's edit. And like we said, you know, she's got to screw up in some sort of colossal way to where production is like, oh, God, she she had the, you know, she had the winner's edit all the way to the very end, and then she blew it. So we're still going to give her a type of edit to where she's shown as the clear front runner only for her to fall at the very end. Yeah, I think she tells everybody off, to be honest with you. That's what I think happens. I mean, honestly, that wouldn't surprise me when you consider the, uh, you know, the attitude that she's had all season. Well, that really, that really wouldn't surprise me at all. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. I was saying earlier, Jim, that I could not stomach watching the interviews. I think I watched the Gordon Holmes one, and then, God, you get, you get uh, Rob, ha- Rob, what's his, fa- what's his face? With Danny? Chester Nino. Oh, no. I can't, I cannot even, uh-uh, turn it off. <laughs> I can't take it anymore. You don't like Sister Nino? Mm. Huh? You don't like Rob Sister Nino? Because that's the one you were talking about. Uh, It's not that I don't like him. I thought he played a good game when he was on Survivor. But I cannot stand to listen to him rattle on. It just drives me insane. Yeah, that does. You know, honestly, that doesn't surprise me. Because there are some people that there's some people that love them. There are some people that despise them too. It's kind of almost the same way with Fishback. I don't despise them. I just can't listen to them. Yeah. Karen's another one that I have trouble listening to. I don't know why. They'll say, oh, Tad's on, Tad's on during the booty season. And I've tried to listen to him thinking, I guess. <laughs> <clears throat> so I rarely ever listen to him. I don't know why. I just don't know why. <laughs> Well, that's going to be interesting to see what they show us next week. Yeah, it is. You know? It'd be great, though, if we could get Carolyn on a podcast. 
Well, yeah, there's quite fun. a few things that I that I think uh, a lot of people would probably want to want to know about behind the scenes for this season, considering how they've uh, how they've edited the episodes this year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they all really can't talk, so it's because of their NDAs, and you know, so it's like right. When no one's really telling us what happened, like, we're getting bits and pieces, you know, from different places. But uh, as a whole, we really don't know what's happened. We don't really know. Okay, I saw something earlier. Um, somebody said that they, when they were interviewing Danny, they were asking him about his part. And I was like, okay, I'm not going to watch that. But did anybody else? <clears throat> no, I didn't watch it. I have trouble watching him. When, when they asked Danny about what? His part. Oh, God, no. No, I don't see, I don't see why that would even, uh, why that would even be brought up. I was having the. I thought I was going to throw up when he started doing that. Okay, this is the funniest thing. When he says, "You can sniff me out. You can sniff me. You can, you know, give him that stupid um, impression or whatever it was when Jeff, when Jeff was going to stuff. And then he gets on home. He gets on Gordon Holmes and Holmes says, um, "Was that like meet the parents or what?" And Danny looked at him like, what? You don't know? <laughs> the look on his face was hilarious. Oh, my God. Oh that's my right. God. The, I forgot the De Niro face. That may yeah. have been yeah, one of the funny. best De Niro faces I've seen. That, yeah. wasn't, Robert, that, that wasn't Robert De Niro himself. Oh, God, don't give him credit. Yuck. I thought he looked ridiculous. No, he 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 did a perfect Robert De Niro impersonation. I mean, he's he's pretty he proud of it, better than, uh, better than he's, Will Stasso. He's pretty, he's pretty Are, impressed with himself, too. Or not Will Sasso. Maybe maybe yeah. it was uh, Frank Caliendo. Who, I, I, f- I forget which one it was that uh, that impersonated him. But I just thought I thought it was hilarious as soon as soon as he uh, as he pulled that out before his torch was snuffed. <clears throat> yeah. I mean, he you know he he's made it clear how much he wanted to be on the show. He made it clear that he was going to play without emotion. Uh, you know, uh, it could have been his downfall. Who knows? Uh, uh, he's, uh, he's done some very heartless things, it seems. Uh, but uh, you wonder, you know, it's, uh, I mean, these guys really go through it to get on the show. They really go through a screening. And uh, you could tell that all these players this season – we're very grateful to have made it onto the season. Uh, 
you know, and, and yeah, they're having to play under different circumstances, but it's not their fault. This is what the editors have done and the producers have done. They've rearranged the show so much that people really want to be on it, but what do they, what do they have to go through and how many yes sirs and yes ma'ams and who's do they have to jump through, you know, and it's, it's, it's kind of sad because they grew up, a lot of these kids, watching the show and really wanting to get on it and then being controlled by what they wear, what they say, how the edit's going to go down. You know, it's, that's a lot to handle, I think. I mean, you know, I don't know if I could keep my big mouth shut. Well, you know, an NDA and a uh, and a potential uh, a potential lawsuit would uh, would be enough to keep anybody's mouth shut. Yeah. At least I would think, but yeah, you know. But you know, hey, I'm I, glad he got voted out. I did feel for him because he really wanted to be on the show. He really wanted to. So he could play Survivor. Maybe he was a little full of himself, uh, the way he presented himself, and maybe that's the way they wanted us to see him. Uh, who knows? Uh, we don't really know. We won't really know. I, I haven't listened to his interviews. I don't have an urge to in any sort of way. I'm like you, Melissa. I don't really care to listen to him. But, uh, but I do have to give him points for he didn't make it on the show. All right, so you know, to be fair, mm-hmm. he was one of the he was one of the few who was actually who actually seemed like he was interested in actually playing the game out there. Yeah, compared to everybody I else. I agree. Yeah. He really. The one thing I'm worried about it. moving yeah. forward, though. The one thing I'm I'm worried about moving forward, though, I know that the uh, that the show has been picked up for another two seasons, but uh, what about you know with the audience declining like it is? I mean, not only are they losing viewership numbers, but they're also losing numbers in regards to the age demographic. Like the eighteen, the primary demographic is eighteen through forty nine. And that number is even dropping. And there's other reality shows that people are going to and to watch that are really playing the game. They're really, you know, the challenge has been wonderful to watch this season. Uh, the track across Canada has been very interesting. Uh, there's been several shows out there, the gang getting restart. We don't know what that's going to be, if that's going to be a piece of crap or not. But, you know, it is going to be airing. There's a lot of choice out there for, for the fans to watch reality TV or reality game like this. Uh, so it seems, again, I hope that the powers that be are listening to what we, the fans, are saying and seeing that they're losing a fantastic show and they need to get their noses out of the edit. They need to let the editors do their job. They, uh, you know, I've been blaming the editors, and but you know, I, I can't blame them anymore. They're, they, 
these guys are paying big bucks. I can't see them that it's them anymore. I just can't do that anymore. Uh, this has to be somebody's knows where it shouldn't be. And that I hope that the people above them, whoever that is, takes notice of this and is listening to what we, the fans, who love the show and want it to continue, what we're saying. I hope they, they listen to us. You know, they're destroying the show. Uh, they're destroying what we love. And they're saying, oh, maybe we're old coots and we can't change and all this. But, but it's, you know, it's not the case. When the TV pointed out, the viewership's going down. Uh, young people are switching the channel. Other people are watching other shows. Uh, you know, they're, they're doing something wrong. And who's ever got his nose in that needs to get their nose out of it. At least that's what I think. What do you think, Jim? I don't know if he's still on. Well, he's still connected, but I think he might be away from the phone right now. Uh, well, what, 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 what are your thoughts, uh, Melissa, on what Eddie said? Well, I agree. I've been saying that for a while now, that they have to realize that they're losing viewership. They need to go back to the old school survivor. I have a, I have a friend who was 100% diehard survivor, and mm-hmm. she doesn't watch it anymore. I guess they could call the season it. back to the basics. Yeah, they need to go back to the basics. Yeah, back to the basics. And bring back players that we want to see, you know, that that are not social players, that are not winning because they played an unbelievable social game. And, you know, not that I don't think a social player should win. I'm not saying that. I'm saying that it's just been too much. Uh, We're seeing good players go out on technicalities, which is ridiculous, which wouldn't have happened with all the other seasons. They would have lasted. They would have had a chance. I mean, I don't think Boston Rob, I don't know if he could play this game the way it is. Uh, You know, or... Um, I don't think so either. You know, Tony, how would Tony stand up with a game like this? They, the social players and the weak ones would take him out so quick, he wouldn't even stand a chance. They wouldn't see, like, in the challenge, you know, these people know what they're doing, these people are playing, and uh, we want to have allies on this, and we want to see a strong finish. We want to see a winner that actually wins and doesn't hide in the corners and has a cloak on the whole game, and then all of a sudden, bam, I'm the winner. The hills are alive. You know, it's uh, I'm really tired of that. But we all are. We've all made it clear. Uh, you know, though, I don't know when it comes yeah. to Tony because Tony, he seemed to be able to adapt on the fly a lot more than he than uh, every other player that he that he played with in his. Uh, obviously, we're not going to count his second season, but uh, in Kagayan and Winners at War, you know, it seemed like he was able to adapt on the fly a lot better than other 
players out there. I mean, even when he played against all winners, you know, he immediately, you know, he basically, he wasn't afraid to switch up his style of gameplay. I you agree. Know, uh, of being but the, I also, after watching the challenge this season and watching how, what an incredible game Sarah's playing. I mean, he is, he's, she's really knows what he's doing. And uh, it's, it's amazing watching her gameplay, you know, uh, how strategic he is. And Tony had her deal with that. How many people gave her credit for her gameplay? Uh, you know, when it when it came to what when with that very final thing, and where she went with it, and what happened, uh, you know, it's just interesting to me because now watching other shows and seeing seeing how they play other shows, uh, we realize again that we're not being shown stuff, we're not seeing stuff. Uh, you know, Sarah is an incredible player, but we didn't see that on, on that Winners at War. We thought she was a good player, but you know, it was focused on other things. Yeah, true. I At mean, least I did. Maybe I'm wrong. I mean, the, you know, the other thing, though, too, is uh, what, uh, the challenge is a completely different thing compared to Survivor. So I think, you know, her experience with having been on Survivor actually has helped her when it comes to the challenge. So, oh, yeah, you see the final you know, that, final four are all their dominant survivor people. Yeah. And, you know, you would, you would sort of expect that, though, when you consider, I mean, obviously each and every one of them are paired up with, uh, with other uh, former challenge stars from MTV. Uh, but, you you know, you would kind of expect that that out of all of the, out of all the competitors, obviously, you know, Survivor is probably the, the one that is actually the most closest to, to the challenge when it comes to strategy. Oh, I agree. And and competitions. So, of course, yeah, oh you know, God, that's going to be... Kill. I mean, well, yeah, I, obviously, the competitions are on a completely different level. Playing that game. Some of the competitions they have to do. Yeah, and I mean, the, finale the, uh, up, the competitions are, are a completely different level, though, com- compared to... Oh, God, yeah. You know... Survivor or Big Brother. Yeah, they, they people get really get injured. It's it's really interesting what they do and how these players adapt to it. And speaking of which, the season that is filming right now, we did just have our first Survivor uh, elimination out of all the Survivor contestants on. Uh, the Challenge USA Season 2, which is currently filming right now. So Survivor, once again, uh, it was Sebastian. 
once again, Survivor is continuing to to dominate when it comes to the challenge. Although, for this one, though, it's kind of different because they're, instead of split up into duos, they're, this time they're split up into uh, kind of what it used to be for the challenge, where they would be split up into teams. Like, instead of real world and road rules, uh, they have team captains, uh, one, or, or no, two players from the MTV version of the game with uh, one one male, one female, and those are the team captains, basically, for each and every one of these, uh, each and every one of these three teams, and so far, uh, out of all the contestants that they've brought in, from non-MTV uh, outlets, Survivor so far has been the one that's been dominating the most. Wow. Wow. Do we know who won, who wins champions? Uh, uh, Did Jim spoil that? I believe he might have. But let me, I can't remember who he said. Let me double check because I actually, I actually, I did see the winner. Uh, but let me just double check to confirm it because okay, so. The final four, out of the final four, you have Sarah and Danny who are still in it for Survivor. Well, out of the final four pairings, I should say. You have Sarah and Danny who are still in it for Survivor. Casey is in it for Big Brother. Um, you have Jordan and Tori who are in it for the MTV version along with Oh, who was Sarah partnered up with? Um, Sarah was partnered up with Theo. Theo is still Theo, in it. Theo, yeah. And Troy, I believe the there's... Warrior. Yeah, the Ninja Warrior contestant. Uh, Kaz, I think her name is. She's still in. I thought she was in. No, Kaz is in. Kaz and, yeah, Troy is the uh, guy from Ninja. Well, wait a minute. Hang on. Yeah, it's Kaz and Jordan, Casey and Troy and Theo. Oh, wait a minute. Kaz, yeah. And Sarah and Kaz Danny. Is from, and... Kaz is from Love Island. I got the, I got those, yeah. I got the shows mixed up. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Troy and Kaz are the other two that are still remaining in the current uh, world championship. Champion. And if my, if the information that I, that I've seen is correct, survivor does not have a champion. No. Who takes it? Give me, tell me. <laughs> I would well, think Troy mean, and Kaz both in at that point. Pardon? Do you want to know or do you want to uh, – I want to know. Or do you want to wait until it airs? 
I don't want to wait till it airs. According to what I've seen, and this kind of makes sense considering the fact that he has a gigantic ego to begin with, uh, the winning pair is supposedly Jordan and Kaz. Oh, wow. Which makes complete sense considering the fact that Jordan, after he... I mean, this would make it. This would make it his second straight challenge win, and he already has a gigantic ego to begin with. Wow! And now that he's, uh, he is also not. Not only did he film this, but he went straight from filming this to, I believe, filming the fourth season of All-Stars, I think, for the challenge. Wow. So, at least I'm pretty sure. Let me double-check that. Uh, but, no, actually, no, he did not. Maybe it was all, maybe I'm thinking, I, I, I have the, I probably have the, uh, have my seasons mixed up, but. Uh, regard, regardless, though, you know, he already, you know, my understanding of it is that he just, he has a gigantic ego enough as it is. And assuming that this information is correct uh, for the Challenge World Championship, this makes his ego even, even bigger than it already is. Wow. I mean, it is kind of impressive that he's doing this all with uh, with one hand. So I know that him and Kaz don't get along a lot. I mean, him and Jordan don't always get along a lot. Yeah, that doesn't surprise me. His ego, he doesn't like that at all. But he's all, you know, he's always been that way, though. Even uh, yeah, in earlier seasons of the show, so yeah. I, I mean, I, and, and actually, he was like that during his regular uh, real world season as well. So I can't really say that I'm surprised. But let's see, what else do we have? Uh, actually, wait a minute. Season two of CBS. I can tell you actually who is still in the running right now. If I can find the damn, the damn link. Let's see. All right, for for Survivor, Cassidy from C, from last season, Chanel from two seasons ago, or, or wait, actually, let me double check. She hasn't been eliminated yet, I don't think. No, she has not been eliminated yet. Uh, let's see. Cassidy, Chanel, Desi is still in it, I'm pretty sure. Michaela, somehow is still in it, even though I'm surprised she hasn't completely blown her lid yet. Uh, Michelle is still in it. 
Uh, Chris Underwood is still in it, the winner of uh, Edge of Extinction. Uh Um, Ah. Yeah, Sebastian was the first one to be eliminated from Survivor. So Survivor is still dominating it, basically. Good. And as far as I'm aware, as far as I'm aware, Big Brother has one, two, three, four, five, five eliminations so far. Although one of them I could consider being more MTV than Big Brother at this point. So oh, wow. four or five eliminations so far for Big Brother. Wow. And I bet you Tyler just blew his game with what's the butt. Uh, not quite. I wouldn't exactly say that. He is very active, though, in this upcoming season. Very active. And I think, uh, I think, I think people will see just exactly uh, that his challenge prowess that he showed in Big Brother isn't a fluke. What happened in Big Brother is that he fell he fell head over heels in love with Angela and was like Big Brother what? All he cared about was her. Yeah, true. But uh, if so, then this, when everybody said he was hooking is, up, then when they were saying he was hooking is, up with Alyssa, I was like, there goes this game. If this information is correct, though, he apparently he has gone in the last uh, the mo- the most recent two elimination rounds. Wow! So I mean, it, it's you know it's weird uh, how they're if if anybody watches uh, the the second CBS season, you're gonna see different a different format for this one because for this version of the challenge cbs uh they're split into three teams the winning team will nominate both a boy and a girl for for elimination the losing teams will vote anonymously each person votes for one guy or girl but not both uh, the number of votes each person gets is then placed in something like a lottery system or a raffle draw. TJ will then pick one name out of the lottery. So, if eight, so for example, if eight people said someone's name, eight raffle tickets with that person's name would go into the lottery. But even if someone only had one vote, they could still go into elimination if they are unlucky oh, enough wow. that their name gets chosen. <laughs> So if it's a girl's name, that girl goes in against the voted female, uh, which that's how you may potentially see multiple eliminations in this season of the same gender in a row. Wow. And whoever wins, whoever wins the elimination can make the decision to return to their team or switch places with someone else in another team.
Wow. So needless to say, they completely – I mean, this is this is literally the closest they've gotten to the old-school real-world road rules challenge in years. Um, interesting. And I, you know, I actually do kind of hope that uh, we don't we don't know right now if this is going to be on CBS or if it's going to be on Paramount. But this might be one that, considering the fact that uh, the CBS numbers for the first version of the show weren't that bad. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if this if this uh, gets put on on CBS instead of Paramount, like this past uh, like the World Championship mm-hmm. season. That'd be nice. Because I mean, you know, CBS they are going to need uh, programming to basically take the place of uh, of. Survivor with Survivor heading into their off season. Well, I really so, enjoy it. I, I enjoy the the challenge a lot. Yeah, it's definitely you know it's it's definitely gotten a lot more entertaining, especially now that they're you know getting CBS contestants uh, brought into the mix. Compared compared to, you know, you know, it's, instead of the, this is the thing I had with the challenge is that, you know, you bring in people like uh, the uh, the only problem I had with the CBS version is you bring in people from Love Island. I'm sorry, but Love Island isn't a competition. It, it's not like a physical style of competition. Yeah. Now, bringing in people from Survivor and Big Brother, I love that. But it's kind of like the MTV version where they brought in, like, at first it was Real Road, Road Rules, and, uh, let's see, Real real Road, Road Rules, and the uh, Fresh Meat, which was basically an extension of Real Road and, and Road Rules. And then they decided, no, let's just, uh, let's bring in other shows, like Jordy Shore... Or uh, are you the one which actually made people start to tune out of the show? Because it's like I, you know, I know I know people get pissed off that they see the same people over and over again, but at the same time, those are the, those people are the ones that are bringing the entertainment. Had you noticed of uh, the PR on that? Naked and Afraid, All-Stars. Have you seen the ads on that? I have not, actually. Well, it's interesting. They're showing competition and, you know, a, a bunch of players. Uh, you know, it's, I've never watched the show. I've never watched it. But uh, it looks like this one, All-Stars, might be interesting. <laughs> I haven't really gotten too much into Naked and Afraid, actually. I've never watched it. I I just saw that promo, and I was wondering, hey, this looks they're going to have competition. This is interesting. What are they going to do? And 
they usually don't show that many players from what I can remember. No, usually not. So that's what kind of threw me in the promo. Uh, I think you can pull it up probably on YouTube or something, but uh, it was very interesting. You know, the whole promo, it made you feel like they were going to do challenges and all that. I don't think I'd want to do a challenge naked. No. I wouldn't want to. <laughs> I mean, we did have Richard I'd be scared Hatch. I might it, lose but... <laughs> I mean, we did, we did have Richard Hatch uh, do Survivor Challenges naked, but, uh, yeah, no, I wouldn't want to. Uh, I wouldn't want to have to do that. Oh, my God. You wonder. I just thought it was interesting that the whole primo, that looks like they're going to do challenges. And the first thing I went, oh, my God, they're naked and they're going to do challenges. <laughs> well, hey, they got to find some. They got to find some way to spice up the show, I guess. I think that definitely will. <laughs> oh God, what are they going to come up with next? <laughs> Maybe tribal council. <laughs> Just got to make sure not to get too close to the fire. <laughs> Would you mind keeping your legs closed while you're talking? <laughs> oh my God! <laughs> oh God! I can see it over there. <laughs> Tribal council negative. That's good, Steve. <laughs> hey, you never know. I mean. Yeah. You never know. Yeah, you, you never, never know. know. What they're going to do next. Uh, oh, we're getting close to the end of the hour. It's been a pleasure. I've enjoyed tonight. Thank you, Steve and Melissa. And I think we, you know, I think y'all did a great job keeping it moving and flowing. And, um, you know, thank you. I really enjoyed it tonight. Yeah, it's been good. I'm, I'm surprised yeah. that, uh, I'm surprised that my phone stayed on the entire time and didn't disconnect. Well, that's good. And of course, I say that now and just wait, just wait until until it disconnects before the end of the uh, third hour here. But uh oh, um, just eight minutes. <laughs> yeah, eight minutes. To, eight minutes to go. My puppy. Uh, but you know, I, I guess I should. I guess I should take this time, though, to uh, add a little programming uh, reminder to anybody who listens to our other podcast, uh, Sports Whispers Weekly, will, of course, be uh, be at our regular, uh, regular start time of 9 p.m. Eastern uh, this Saturday night, uh, and God knows I'm going to have a lot to talk about. I... Right now, I don't exactly know what's going to be what's going to be the topic list, but uh, Lord knows that I always have uh, I always have quite quite the uh, laundry list of stuff to talk about. So uh, that should be an interesting show. And of course, before I forget, uh, 
should probably mention once again that if you guys haven't done so yet, you know, go to blogtalkradio.com slash AE to subscribe to the Missy AE podcast, or you can do so by uh, subscribing to any of the major podcast networks, so iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, Google Podcasts, and so on and so forth, because uh, we have we've had quite a few podcasts uh, in in the past, and you know if you're if you're a fan of Survivor or a fan of Big Brother, I mean there's been quite a few informational podcasts with uh, former players that you guys should probably want to listen to. Anybody who hasn't done so yet, and. You know, who knows? Maybe uh maybe Jim will be able to get some people some people from this season uh to join us uh later on down the road once you know, once the NBA is officially uh is officially up. Well that'll be good. I, you know, if we could do that. I know we'd all have a lot of questions for these people. Right. Yeah. There's definitely, yeah. There's definitely still a lot of stuff that needs to be answered when it comes to how how this season has panned out, and also, you know, just everything that we've seen this season or haven't seen. Yeah, I agree. I totally agree with you. Well, God, it should be interesting. Next week, with all what we've come to, should be interesting. Maybe they'll tie it all together, start giving us some more, you know, at least have a, a hope of what we're going to be seeing towards the final. Uh, hopefully they uh, they show us more next week. Well, I sure hope so. I would... Uh... You know, I, I, I know what they're probably going to do. They're probably still going to have it to where, you know, some people will think that, that Carolyn is going to be the uh, is going to be the winner. Some people will think that it's going to be uh, Jam Jam. You know, we're probably still going to see that bit of doubt in, in the edit. Because yeah. obviously you're supposed yeah. to keep people guessing. And hats off to Carson being so young, playing such an incredible game. I know. He's what, 19? Yeah, he's played a really good game. And what he did, doing the puzzles, and I mean, he even said he practiced in his bathtub staying underwater. I thought that was amazing. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, all I know is he must, have a, he must have a gigantic bathtub in order to do that. I don't think I would want to do that myself. I'm extremely claustrophobic. <laughs> I mean, the first thing I, I thought I of when he I said that, I, I was like, that one. when he said that, I was like, you mean to tell me that you put bars in your bathtub and and you laid under the bars <laughs> and started filling up your bathtub slowly with water? <laughs> Can you imagine his, his parents walking in on him with that? Are you okay, son? I was, 
I, I was I was like you must you must have had uh, you must have one gigantic bathtub. Yeah. Yeah. Because he did say bathtub. Now swimming pool, I could see, but bathtub. Exactly. I mean, maybe he's lost. I find it hard to believe. Yeah, I just I I find it hard to believe that, uh, you know, that it's actually the bathtub and not you know not like a swimming pool or something. Yeah. Well, it's going to cut off in a second, guys. Uh, Thank you so much for tonight. Okay. Good night, guys. Yes. Have a good Uh, week. Good night, everybody. See you next weekend. Uh, Same time, same time. Everybody come back next (laughs) Thursday night for another edition of the Survivor 44 Recap Show. Thank you to everybody who joined in tonight, Melissa, Eddie, JB, Reggie, and of course, Jim, without his help, none of these shows would be possible to bring to you. Yeah. Uh, everybody have a great rest of your week, and we will see you guys next Thursday night for another edition of the Survivor 44 Recap Show.